Welcome back to the emergency goalies. There were only two games this week. Um, mixed bag again. It's been the theme lately. The Blackhawks came back from a pretty bad showing against Vancouver and beat the Calgary Flames in a pretty impressive game. And then they went to Edmonton and got the doors blown off by a very good Edmonton team. So that's not a shock. Um, but I'll just ask you, Michael, what do you think of this short Blackhawks week? Well, I mean, I think he summed it up pretty good. Um, the team was coming off a couple of uh, poor performances, especially against Vancouver, but um, the previous game in L.A. Uh, was apparently not very good either. Uh, seemed like the coaching staff maybe uh, got into the players a little bit and they came out uh, heavily motivated in that Calgary game and also playing pretty structurally sound. Maybe, I mean, they were playing really good defensively, really good in the, in the neutral zone, causing all kinds of turnovers. And then they were forechecking pretty good too. So, I mean, it was a really an all three zone effort. And that's not something we've seen from the Blackhawks a lot this year. Um, so that was, it was nice to see. And, you know, I, I definitely think they surprised Calgary a little bit too. Um, especially with the way the, the, the Hawks had played in the previous games, but yeah, just a solid all around effort continued to get scoring from up and down the lineup as well. So that just kind of, uh, was, uh, you know, just kind of goes along with several of the good games that they played in February. Um, you know, it was an up and down month, but uh, mo- more up than down. If I, I think they actually finished the month with a winning record, so um, that that one definitely got filed in the good. But then, yeah, you know, you get it was followed up by that Edmonton game. Um, you know, they stayed in it for a little bit, <laughs> but once Edmonton kind of uh, put their foot on the gas, it. Uh, was over pretty quick after that. Um, Edmonton just, they've got so much speed. They've got so much talent. And the Blackhawks uh, just, you know, they struggled to contain them. Um, And uh, yeah, it was about, I think it was one-to-one about halfway through the game. (laughs) And then Edmonton scored like six goals in the last uh, 30 minutes or so. And yeah, they you can't take penalties against them. Their power play is just insane. And the Blackhawks did that. And the Oilers scored goals on the power play. That's what they do. And so and that was yeah, that. just not 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 a not a great way to finish out the uh going in heading into the break, but not unexpected. So I guess um we'll cover a little bit of news. Obviously, the first thing we can talk about is that the uh, Bobby Hall, I guess you could say, uh, we're going to talk on ice first, but then obviously the other stuff, but um, on ice, probably the best Blackhawk ever or in the argument for best Blackhawk ever. I, I mean, I would say he was certainly the best goal scorer. Um, I, I, the general consensus seems to be that Makita was the better all around player. Mm-hmm. And certainly the more beloved 
um, of the of the duo. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously before our time, so you know, it's hard to to, to really comment too much on the on ice. Um, you know, certainly um, was a player that uh, uh, changed the game. Uh, him and him and Makita with. Uh, uh, the curved blades on the stick. They were kind of the first ones to do that and popularize it in the NHL. And, you know, that obviously led to uh, greater offensive capabilities for all players, not just for those two. And so, yeah, um, you know, uh, it's, I, I know he was a big reason why a lot of Blackhawks fans fell in love with the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was, I, I mean, he was done before I even was born. So yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. He retired in 1972 or three. I can't remember. He, well, they, I mean, I think he went to the WHL after that. Yeah. I don't know when he quit from Winnipeg. Yeah, but I want to say he still uh, retired at some point in the 70s. So, yeah, um, you know, his Blackhawks career had been over quite a bit before I was born. But yeah, he still had some games after that. Um, you know, in the, in the other leagues, but yeah, I, uh, you know, uh, I, I can't really say too much about it. I, I've only seen snippets here and there of some of those older games. Um, I've watched a little bit on YouTube, but, uh, you know, I'm just not somebody that I can personally comment on. So. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, from what we did know of him, there's the off the ice, was just awful. Yeah. Um, you know, the the stories of abuse are pretty horrific. The fact that he was fairly unapologetic, from what I understand. Um, you know, even right up to the end. Yeah. Uh, I I think he was certainly the one guy with the Blackhawks ambassador role where I I just, I couldn't believe it from the very beginning and, you know, no matter what came out, it just, he, they, they never changed it. And I just, ugh, it always made me feel very uncomfortable. Um, you know, just, it's, you know, it's kind of like the same thing with, you know, Patrick Kane from 10 years ago. It's like, I, I just, I, I don't like this guy representing the team, but there's nothing you can do about it other than say that. Um, and, you know, obviously there wasn't enough backlash with the Hawks for them to make a change in that capacity, but and, certainly know, not something that I was ever a fan of. And I was thinking, you know, I was thinking about it yesterday too. It's just, I think what the important thing for everyone to do is just highlight um, what a great guy Stan Makita was. <laughs> Like him, it seems like it. Yeah, you know, again, it's not something I can particularly comment on, but the general consensus seems to be that he was one heck of a guy and a good ambassador for not just the Blackhawks but the game itself. Yes. Um, whereas Hall is kind of the opposite. <laughs> I don't think we need to say anything more about this because it's it's been all over everywhere. So. Yeah, you know, and I, you know, and honestly, I didn't even catch the news until the day after. Um, I had just kind of stayed off social media, um, 
the day that he passed um, for no particular reason. It was just kind of an off day for me. And uh, so, yeah, I was kind of already playing catch up on it. And I'm sure I missed a lot of the not so fun back and forth um, regarding, you know, his on ice versus off ice uh, reputation. So I was kind of glad that I just kind of missed out on that. Yes. All right. So I'll move on. And now speaking of the Blackhawks now and possible trade things coming up, there is a very important move. Um, the Vancouver Canucks traded Bo Horvath yeah. to the Islanders. And I decided to ask you, what does this mean for the um, Blackhawks trade market? You know, we had never really heard the Blackhawk or, uh, well, Patrick Kane um, attached to the Islanders in any capacity as far as rumors go. That was always something that I thought was a good fit, um, not just for Kane, um, but also just in the back of my mind, I always knew that Lou Lamel. <laughs> Uh, Lou Lamarillo always likes his star players and he likes acquiring them. He takes risks. He will pay premiums for them. And, you know, that's what he's done here. Um, and yeah, in the back of my mind, I was always kind of hopeful that that was maybe the, the best opportunity for the Blackhawks to get a pretty good deal on Patrick Kane. Um, you know, obviously I still, feel pretty confident that the Blackhawks will be able to pull off a deal for Kane. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's just one more uh, team off the uh, market a little bit there, but that's okay. I mean, you know, there's still, there's still opportunities there and beyond Kane, I, I don't really know that the Blackhawks had anybody that the Islanders would have been interested in. So, um, you know, and then, like I said, the, you know, linking Kane to the Islanders is never something that I had ever actually heard from anyone but myself. So I'm not sure that they were ever a serious player for Kane anyway. Yep. All right. And obviously now um, the Blackhawks are completely off this week for the All-Star game. So yeah, not much of a preview we have to do. I mean, no, no. I mean, it's... Uh going to be kind of paltry here well i mean i guess they will before we record again next week there there will be one game against anaheim okay uh, to come back um next tuesday at home against the ducks which is (laughs) you know i guess you could say a big game (laughs) in the in the tank um it's uh, the two worst teams in the western conference squaring off so it might be a good game. It could, you know, it's evenly matched anyway. Maybe not so. Good. It's got that going for it. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of, you know, with the with the way the Blackhawks played in January, uh, it's just kind of a Jekyll and Hyde thing where there are games where they show up, they skate hard, they do the the, the little things that they need to and if they get good goaltending, they they're competitive and they've been able to finish off some games. But there's still plenty of instances, you know, more so against the good teams, but even against some of the bad teams where, you know, they just show up and it's either not a good effort or, um, you know, their lack of talent 
kind of gets exposed and yeah so you know it could very well be a 5-1 win or a 5-1 loss uh, it, it almost doesn't matter what the competition is sometimes with the way that the blackhawks have, have kind of played so hard to predict but certainly a winnable game that's right yeah i mean we already talked about the all-star game we're not really interested in that much but some people yeah. will be, i guess yeah and you know I, I know i mentioned it last week but you know with the trade deadline approaching i i do have to think with these limited number of home games coming up um I'm sure there will be a pretty decent uh, crowd gathering uh, to kind of send off, or at least potentially send off Kane and Kane and Taves. Yeah. So I would expect the building to be um, pretty raucous on on Tuesday when they come back, and you know that should you would think contribute to the Blackhawks yes. playing well, Motivated. which you know. <laughs> kind of goes back to our, you know, are, are you someone that's actually rooting for them to win or not? And, you know, right. I'm going to root for them to, to win games, but just not be upset if they lose. That's right. That's the line. Yep. So I guess that's all I think we have for this. Bit of a smaller episode, but we had a little less to talk about. So uh, Michael on Twitter. Jay underscore Ernst. I am STH85. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast app or Spotify, and we'll be back next week. And I guess everyone enjoy your all-star break. <laughs>